Hit it, Max. What are you looking at? Strike the pose. Spin, bitches, spin. Hello, hello, and welcome to Pink Milk After Dark. I am your host, Brian. With me, as always, are my much, much better hosts. That's Spaghetti Jar Loving Queen, Emma. Hi. Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch. Hello, hello. And without further ado... Lady Garza themselves. <laughs> I'm Mitch Chase. You can't see my fans, but they're in my hands. Hello, Are we hello. ready, my friends? Are we ready? Are we ready? Yeah, yes, let's, let's do this. Let's do Drink this. Up. Drink up. <laughs> Hello, hello. <laughs> is it wrong that I love that video I made as much as I do and I watch it all the time? No, that- no, no. You have There's every right to There's nothing wrong with it. Yes. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> I, I enjoy watching it. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, showed it to, I showed it to Blake this morning and I was like, this is the most represented I've ever felt in Star Wars. <laughs> it's incredible. Truly. <laughs> for better I, or for worse, that's my truth. <laughs> I feel like if I ever get a question again saying what is pink milk all about i'm just gonna forward that video it's yes. just here really? like, yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that is it brings me a lot of joy said. yeah exactly yeah. um so how's everyone this week M, how's your week been it was a week it was <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i'm okay <laughs> very good very good Bob, welcome, welcome. This is their first time. Welcome to the steam room. Towels are optional. They are optional (laughs) always. We have uh, all of that to go here. Hello, everyone. Hello, all the steam queens. Hello, hello. Mark, how was your week? Uh, There have been a lot of ups and downs, but I've been doing my best to make the most of it. And we are heading into SF Beer Week out here, and the weather is beautiful, so... (sighs) I'm good. I can't wait. (laughs) There was an opening event tonight, but I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to rush over there. And I was like, it's too much money. I was like, tomorrow you just pay as you go. It's all good. (laughs) Love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very good. You know, Mark, also just a little advice from um, a younger person. Oh, Mm -hmm. I don't get to say, I don't get to say that much anymore. (laughs) Especially according to Jack, right? Because the other day, (laughs) 
<laughs> According to Jack, I look like Cobb Vance, which is okay. I'm yeah, fine that's with okay. that. Okay. Yeah. That okay. <laughs> Hi, Molly. Uh, real quick though, if you have, if you're going up and down a lot, just make sure to ride it like a bantha, okay. and you're going to be good to best. go. I will do my best. <laughs> uh, Lady Garza. How does yes. it feel? You, you're back alive. You're here. You're with us. You had that little force field bubble yes, from yes. the droids, right? Okay. Yes. No, been? I'm safe and sound. Nobody worry. Nobody worry. I'm <laughs> safe. Star Wars made the first gay icon of outer space and they decided to keep her living forever and she'll never die. So here she is. I love it. Um, and with that, with that, hold on real quick. With that. Hit it, Max. What are you looking at? It's just too good not to play twice. <laughs> Literally, the best part is Boba. I never realized how gay Boba looks when he does that knee rocket thing. And yes! which, something about watching him do it in black and white to Vogue is like, oh my God. Like, I've seen people do that at the club. Like, that right? is yes, fully, right? like, a really? full, like, Vogue move. It's perfect. Exactly, like, all serving in the ballroom. Yes, he, yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, the legwork, the choreo. Um, yeah. There's a limp wrist on the left side of that gun, just slightly pointing down, then the knee up. You know his Tushi is, like, up and perked and ready to be <laughs> right, ridden right. like a bantha. Yeah. Like, you know he's ready to go. <laughs> right, exactly. And then, you know, it's like, in, in, in the ballroom instance, though, the rocket would fly into your rivals that are on the other side yes, of that's the ballroom. Right. He's taking out a whole house. Eliminating yes. them out of the competition. <laughs> He's literally just trying to start House of Boba. That's what it should be right, called. Right. House, house of, of Boba. Boba. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the House of Boba, where the miss the missiles got get shot out right before the uh the face walk. Yeah. There you <laughs> the face go. category. Go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Take that. <laughs> okay. Um I have to be honest with everyone before we even get going on this. I have only seen this episode once because Same. I cannot get myself to watch it again. Same. I'm really sorry. That's okay. <laughs> but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> but um, here we are. Here we are. So uh, everyone in the steam room, steam queens, let us know what you think, because I know some of you in here really liked this show. So please give us your positive energy, because I know two of us here are like, Mm-mm. if you didn't watch our last Kiki, spoiler alert, uh, I think this is probably the worst Star Wars that's ever been. I really don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm really, I tried. I gave it hey, seven ever, episodes. Everyone has, everyone has their <laughs> least favorite, and this is yours. Yep, and it's okay. I'm not going to be one of those mean, toxic, awful people about it because there's still so much joy to have in it. Like, I mean, spoiler alert again, we got a Boba Fett riding a Rancor. So, like, I can't really hate on that. Like, And so much Peli Motto. Yes. <gasps> yes. We got a toothless yes. Peli Motto, okay? The right. most powerful exactly. form of Peli we've ever <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> right, right. This is gonna, and you know what? And this isn't even her final form, okay? No, no so. she, she has like three more evolutions in her. Yep. 
I love that. Yeah. Uh, our pansexual queen. I am here for her. I am here for her. All right. So let's start this off with just chapter seven. Um, by the honor of Grayskull, or whatever it's called, but I'm just going to stick with my Shira. Um, and then we'll talk about the whole show as a whole, because I actually, Scotty brought up in our spaces earlier, which I'll tell you all about that here a little later, mm-hmm. uh, if Disney's overusing Grogu. So we can talk about that, because I, I yeah. think there's some yeah. interesting conversations to be had here. Yep, yep. I think we know where Pelly or I just called you Pelly. Where I think M this stands. is going to be like a six-hour episode. <laughs> I'm just saying it now. Exactly. Em and I have a lot to say. You and Mark have a lot to say. <laughs> I'm here. I'm Words here for that. Exchange. The <laughs> has a lot to say. It's going to be like a, a ballroom dance-off where until the final one drops, it isn't over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, the whiskey. I've already had whiskey. If you're here last week, you saw what happened to me with all the whiskey. But um, here it is. Um, Um, and I, my son, Michael also woke me up at four 30 this morning. Oh, he had a very important question, um, about hair. And then we just kept going. Okay. That's valid though, because I would do the same. (laughs) I would wake somebody up for a hair question. That's important. I guess so. You know what? If our children, (laughs) they're going to, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where it's going to go with that. Yes. Chase. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I'm holding it for later. I'm holding it for like the gro- not the Grogu talk, but the Disney talk because I do have a theory about. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this. I think I'm going to get like taken. I think I'm going to be kidnapped tonight. But I think that I think that the mouse is forcing LFL to do things that they don't necessarily want to do with their stories. Oh, mainly turning one epic long story into like six different shows and naming them each different shows so that investors are happy where they don't really look at it that way as creators. So we, do you know what I mean? I'll talk about yeah. it later, yeah. but that's kind of where I've been. And, and Chase, I'll follow up with that, that, that the fact that why they would probably be doing that is because they've had to regroup over the fact that they don't have a movie property that's going to be coming out exactly. soon. Exactly. So they have to make sure to capitalize. I mean, look, they're in the business to make money. So whether we like it or not, they have to make these decisions. It's like, well, we have to make up for the fact that we don't have a big movie coming out, right? Right. So, you know, what are you going to do? You got to make your investors happy. You got to keep, like, people that, like, the the heads of the company happy. You know, like, they have expectations. So it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, and this is their job. So it's like, you know, and it's not a conspiracy theory by any means. It's just businesses are run like this. No, exactly. And I think think just... Yes, yes. I, I I mean, can we get into it now or should we hold it until later? <laughs> you Sorry, know I, just, I just wanted no, to let's back get you up, Chase. I, just I appreciate um, it, Mark. Thank you for understanding. <laughs> yeah. Because no, we're gonna put a pin in it. Let's put okay, a pin great. in it. Let's get pin. let's get through chapter seven because the quicker let's, let's the quicker I get it out of my life, <laughs> the better my life's gonna be. Ryan so chapter Barry. seven, it sucked. Here we go. Boom. How's that? <laughs> I feel so bad. And Bob, just so you know, like, I really love Star Wars. You didn't come into a, a Star Wars live stream to one of those things that has laser eye Kathleen Kennedy's and, yeah, no. like, no, all that. We love Star Wars. One. Let's get that out of the way. We're really, we love it. We're really not bad, I promise. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> and we all disagree in the best way. Exactly. And you know what? I had a conversation with Buck in the steam room today, too, who Buck brought up how much he loves the steam room because not even everyone there has to agree yes, with everything. Exactly. And they all like respect exactly. one another. I'm like, we yeah. all just learn from each other. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. So speaking of learning from each other, I'm going to start this 
conversation on chapter seven with Chris's comment here. I loved the finale. Garza Whip lives. Boba Fett was my favorite Star Wars for the live action shows thus far, but I get that it isn't for everyone. Oh, like, yeah. The best forever. I am here for that. I am here for that. So, Chase, I want to start with you because I know, <laughs> I feel like you're probably the most. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Thank you. Brian's like, there were images and I looked at them. And there were choices made. I heard the sounds with my eyes. And I wish they were closed. I wish they were closed. <laughs> oh god that's really great oh thank you that's really hilarious and that was my review on our kiki i think i said well it was the finale of the show that i've been watching it's yeah <laughs> you did you said that <laughs> <laughs> okay chase i want to start with you because i feel i could be wrong because i know m's more positive than mark and i but i think you're the most positive on this show in general or about in boba general fett? no about boba fett Oh, okay. I was gonna say okay, maybe great. in maybe in general. Too. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So great. Am I talking about just specifically episode seven? Yes. I right thought now. it was a wonderful finale for what we got. <laughs> for the show, I've been watching. Listen, I think it was a great listen. I think it was a fine finale, Bob. A fine finale. I really enjoyed like the. It felt like very. 70s like television and I loved the campiness mm. of it. I loved that they took their time with it. I think everything we got between Cat and Boba was everything I wanted. Um, I think there was a lot missing in terms of like that episode in context with other stories that were started in the beginning of this series. Um, but regardless of what they chose to keep and what they chose to just like forget ever happened. I thought that what we got was a very entertaining story, very fun story, very exciting. Um, and I thought, regardless of how deserved all of the moments were, it was just a fun adventure. And it literally felt like I was watching a Saturday morning cartoon, eating my cereal. Yeah. Okay, and- I I was with you almost all the way. <laughs> until you said... <laughs> I've, I feel really bad for anyone if this is their first time. Because <laughs> Uh, I do feel bad, though, if you compare this to a Saturday morning cartoon, because I know you are much younger than me, and um, do not insult my syndicated cartoons of the 80s with this trash, because my cartoons are the (laughs) shits. To be fair, though, even back then, we had, like, real stinkers like Rubik's Cube and, like, Pole Position, and they wanted to make every video game into a, okay. a cartoon show. Even you though are right. Awesome ones. But Book those were, like, well, that was just like, why? <laughs> oh, my God, Mark, you just hit the nail on the head, though. Yeah. This was literally the Rubik's Cube episode of Star Wars because there was, like, nothing to Boba Fett other than looking cool, just like a Rubik's Cube, and they're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I might put myself on mute the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> might be for the best. Wow. <laughs> em, I think you should go next. <laughs> okay. Mm. So, yeah, here's the thing. 
<laughs> it did what it had to do very well. Yes. But I didn't want what it was. <laughs> I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I talked about this last week. Like, there's mm-hmm. no connections between any of these characters. Nobody cares about anybody. I don't even know like, why Boba's fighting for Tatooine, to be perfectly honest. Yep. I'm like, he's like, these are my people. And I'm like, are they your people? Like, I'm yeah, I'm confused. Exactly. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Like, like, and like I said last week, it was like, even if, like, with the Skittle gang, like... If they had some kind of a backstory where yeah. we knew like where they came from, there was some kind of pathos, you know, the them being like street kids and it made us mm-hmm. care about them, mm-hmm. you know, like, but we I I didn't I didn't care about anybody who was exclusive to this show. Yeah. Aside from Garza, obviously. Yeah, and guess yes. what guess what they did? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, and Black Chrysanthemum, obviously. I yes. was very scared that they were going to kill Black Okay, too. I also don't know oh, how it like, got taken was... down by, like, only three Trandoshans. I was like, my my Santo would never. I was like, not my Santo. That was bizarre. <laughs> no. Anyway, I need... Do you yeah. know that Lucasfilm, all they needed to do was a single tweet at, like, 3.30 in the morning on a Tuesday saying, hey, we need people in costume to show up. I know COVID's going on. You need to hop on a plane. Do you know how many people would have been there to fill up the volume? They all would have been there and there actually could have been a real war. Yeah. Well, I, yes, I think it was a little bit of that, but I also think they tried to make this. It's, it's hard. I think I'm going to talk about this later. This is the, what I put the pin in, but I think a lot of this comes down to marketing and the setting of expectations of what the show is and what it's all leading up to. And I think they never had the intention of it being like an all out, like Avengers assemble war. I think it was supposed to always just be sort of a ground level thing, but it was mismarketed IMO. And I think that also like when it came to like, who was like getting taken down and who wasn't, it was just so, I think part of the reason why it was a little bit boring at some points, the action, was because like Santo was taken down by the Trandoshans, not because he couldn't handle the Trandoshans, it's because the writers needed Santo to be taken down and make Boba look vulnerable. Do you mean there's like yeah. a lot of choices in the yes. writing that was yeah. just very convenient as opposed to making any sort Okay, of so sense? I'm gonna tell you about the times that I actually felt something during tell this me. episode. So the times that I actually felt something were um Din refusing to, to leave and to save himself. Um, Chris Anton in peril. Um, uh, Grogu taming the Rancor and then taking a nap next to its little face. Big face. <laughs> that broke me as a human. <laughs> and yes. I think that was it. Oh, and the sexual tension, obviously, between... Sandy uh, and, and no, no, no. Between Sandy and Sophie, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, they were going up. Yeah, they were okay. they were going up on the rooftop together. Yes, wherever yes. they were going. Yes. So, <laughs> oh, and also when Fennec took out that entire room of people just by herself. Oh, yes, she that was, was great. Yes, she was. Yeah. She was serving when Phantom she of the Opera. The mayor, I was like brutal. Did yeah. I watched a YouTube review about this, and they were mad that that was. Was Fennec and not Boba. God I'm forbid like, they gave her a fucking scene. Exactly. They didn't yeah. give her anything. Let her at least do this badass thing. Does has this exactly. person heard of feminism? Like, what a come bad on. take. <laughs> I don't think they like it. I think yeah. they have, and they have lots of red laser eye beam KKs. 
Okay, and you gave them a view, Brian. So how do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm just teasing you guys. Listen, I tried downturned eyeliner today, and so I'm feeling myself. So I'm a little I see that now. tonight. Yeah, you know what? We're here for it. You know what? If it was Chase saying that, it would have been a real bye, bitch. But um, luckily for them, it's Lady Garza. And so, you know, you could probably slap me with one of them beautiful headtails and I'll say thank you, ma'am. They're called lucky. You have nothing left to prove. I... <laughs> Hit it, Max. Hit it, All right. Max. Um, uh, let me go through some of these, these here comments real quick before we jump to you, Mark, because I like them. Sure. Um, I love... I love, uh, I like Buck here. This cracks me up. I like the episode, but I don't have the energy to make a case <laughs> why it was good. <laughs> Sounds like really loved it to me, Buck. Uh-huh. Um, sure. Or Buck's using all of his energy on me to try to convince me that uh, Luke was right. Which I will say, Paul, Jason, and Buck brought up some valid points this morning on Twitter with my relationship with Luke Skywalker. So mm. something's happening. Danny, as always, with a perfect comment. I like the show. I think it was campy and with likable characters. Yes. Was, was it best Star Wars? No, but you know, you know, I, I, I'm trying to make my way there, Danny. I made my way there last week when I realized I just, they just wanted to tell these batshit crazy stories with like Luke Skywalker and all these crazy people. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're going there. Okay, I, just, I let's go. feel like they were just patting themselves on the back too much. Yeah. yeah, I get yeah, that. Possibly, possibly. Like, I feel like there was a lot of like self congratulation happening among the people making the show. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it like, was a it was a show made about a bro fest lovable character. Of course, there's gonna be lots of yeah, bro. There's gonna be lots yeah, of but, patting in the butts as they go by. And you know what? One thing that actually would have annoyed me, like made me way less annoyed, hmm. would would have been if they had taken the references to classic movies in every episode and if mm. every episode had had a handful of them because yep. to get like two or three references in episode six and then one in episode seven and then that's it that's all it's like no i get it it, it that is fine because then it would have been known for that it's like i would love i would have loved that more. yeah it would have been so yeah. cute like to have it like scattered cool. throughout the episode yeah it's you know it's like, like, book of Fett, almost like a book of cinema history well, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's I think almost that like been super cute yeah. yeah, it's almost like they just didn't really I'll commit to anything in any aisle. You know what I mean? Remember, they, go girl, you, give us nothing. Yes, <laughs> no, it really was. Like it's like it's like here's the deal. It's like I had a lot of issues with the Bad Batch, but I knew what it was and what it yep. wasn't. And I and they were going with what they were. And I was yes. like, okay, love that. But I know that and it's like I, I could at least appreciate that they knew what they were doing and that's it. It's just not for me. With this show, it was like just commit to one bit, please. Yeah. Like, I just have no idea. Again, it went, goes back to what we started talking about at the beginning of the whole thing, where it's like, where do we look as an audience? You know what I mean? It was like Damn. the TV, it was like the TV show version of a try-hard. It was like the yes. most try-hard TV show ever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what this show needed? Where Bad Batch had, and I don't know if I love the way Bad Batch did it because it went on too long, but this show needed a, um, uh, oh God, what's your name? Uh, um, Oh my god, what's her name? Omega? A Sid. No, oh, okay. this show needed a Sid. Uh, I think oh, Boba Fett yes. needed yes, like yes. A, an episode of the week. This could have been, you know what this could have been? This could have been a monster of the week type of show. Like mm -hmm. I feel like if it was gonna be this scattered, then have a beginning, a middle, and end in every episode with like one or two yeah. threads that wove through. Maybe that would have worked. I just uh Chris said that um 
he watched the whole show together and it worked much better. So oh, I do want to watch it. Yes. And we were saying watch. that at the beginning that that <clears throat> yep. we were that we suspected it being chopped up was hurting the yes. flow of the show. Yeah. Yes. So I'm wondering if I just watched this show sans the the Dinjarin episodes because I can't even like following those two I love those two episodes so incredibly yeah. much. They were like yeah. so good. Like if I just take them out and just watch Boba Fett's story maybe I'll like it more cuz it might just I if I allow myself to look at it like a droids episode where it's just pointless fun. Like if I, I feel like I was looking for too much. I'm looking forward to speaking well, with Tom on the podcast. Cause he really liked it. You were looking for too much because it was advertised as one thing and they gave us something mm-hmm. else. This is a huge thing. I feel about the show is they were giving us, they were serving the commercials are like, it's giving character development. It's giving depth. It's giving digging deeper. It's giving, yep. you know, relationships to fathers. It's giving all this stuff for Boba. And it didn't do any of it. So I don't think you were wrong to expect more. And I think you are valid in being disappointed in what you got. Mm. You know, actually, you know what? Let's just let's just go off script and go here. Because this is like, I feel like they maybe did the, a similar thing with The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker, they said, was going to be the close to the entire saga. And it felt like a close to the sequel trilogy. And, and, it, felt like saga. A, and it felt like a, a close to a couple of things, but not the saga. I'm all, like, all of this. I was going to talk about that, Brian, actually. Like, but yeah, yeah. And I've learned to enjoy Tross a lot more than I did. Because if you've listened to this show very long, you know, I did not like that movie. And I don't know if I like it now. But I like it a lot more for what it is. And it is a wild ride. It's a wild ride. And maybe this show's going to be a wild ride. Like, the, honestly, the finale was great. If I cut out the, like, <sighs> hey, guys, hang on. I need to stand behind this wall. I'm tired. Do <laughs> 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 you guys have a plan? What do we want to do? Oh, wait, hang on. Pew, pew. Oh, God. Oh, I'm tired. And then insert like six shots of like the same empty city. And I'm like, okay, there's no one here. I got it. Well, that's been this whole show. <laughs> the whole show took place in the same intersection. Right. There's like a Circle K over here. I think there's uh, an element of camp food to that. Part over there. Possibly. But like Again, I, if they leaned into it and they made the whole thing yeah. feel small, serial, low budget camp, they could have pulled that off better. Yep, but yeah. because yep. they threw us into like Mandalorian season three. Sorry, yeah, yeah. it was very disconcerting. It was just yeah. jarring. It's like you yeah. don't. I mean, of course, we want to see a lot more of the planet. I mean, if we're gonna be here, by all means, give us the bigger picture. But when you think of something like Back to the Future and how much the Clock mm. Tower Square and that town square played mm. such a huge part, and you kept going back to it. Mm-hmm. But so much happened there and in different time periods and each one of them carried their own weight. What does that tell you? Yeah. It's like is that you can use all those sets to give you something different in whatever chapter yes. you're in. Yeah. So that's that. I, I totally get that. Yeah, I totally that's get a good point, Mark. Yeah. Yep. And poor Rick here. I agree. Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez told yes. us we were going to get our minds blown every week. He served up a ton of hype that couldn't possibly be lived up <laughs> That's to. Tough, especially yeah. him because his worst his episodes were the, the absolute worst. <laughs> and this is after he gave us that awesome episode in The Mandalorian, yes. though, because that was like one of the best episodes yes. we've had. I'm amazing. telling you, 
I don't think he knew how to work in the volume. I think that's what it comes down to. I think that's why it felt and like that might they be were hard like, for anybody, right? Yeah. If you're not used to it, right? I think. Yeah. It, I mean, Whatever. It also just comes down to the writing, though. Like, I feel like what no one is talking about is, like, if we all just printed out these scripts and took them home and did some homework and read them over and did some, like, critical analysis, it wouldn't add up. The script, the scripting Mm -hmm. is not super strong, especially compared to what we have in Mandalorian Season 1, I'll say. It is incomparable. Like the, the the quality of scripting, so it's also hard because like he was served a great script in Mando season two, and he was able to work with it really well. I don't know if he got served the best scripts for the show, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. I and it makes me worried for John Favreau. Like Chase, you said he was a great writer. I'm not super familiar with this stuff. I'm not super familiar with anything outside of Star Wars and cartoons from the 80s. Like that's my wheelhouse, that's what I know. But like I feel like maybe Dave Filoni was less involved in this. And I know Dave Filoni has his cr- his critics too, but like I feel like he brought <clears throat> cohesion to the things that mm. he did. Even in his episode, it was not cohesive to the Boba Fett, but it was cohesive to the Mandalorians. Like he those he knows how to weave things together. And he honestly, he learned that from the maker himself when George Lucas was like, No, we're gonna tell stories out of out of order all the time because that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And so it forces you to learn how to do those and to navigate that. And he had a really big cast because Lord knows Clone Wars had probably like 775 characters in it, you know, that were all many of them felt valuable. Well, they were developed. Yes. Yes. These ones were not developed. (laughs) Even if they're in like one or two episodes, they felt really important to the larger, Mm -hmm. the larger picture. You know, Rebels. I mean, come on. We stand Rebels. Rebels is. Yes. Amazing. It's amazing. And I don't know. I don't know. Um, What were some of your favorite moments from this last episode? Was there really anything? No. The nap. The nap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say because I, okay. I didn't get to I didn't get to go, Brian. So. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. But I was just gonna say, okay, look, I, I know some people enjoyed parts of this, and like I said, we Robert Rodriguez is not gonna get blamed for this whole thing because there are other people that are involved in it, right? The Bryce Dallas Howard uh, episode was fantastic, but you know the scripts, John Barrow put these together. I, I mean, I, like I would say that. I enjoyed things throughout and everything, but like 80% of this, like should have just stayed in the drafts. I was like, what, what happened? Right. And it just, and and here's the thing. Nobody is perfect, but I, I, I think that everybody up until this point was so had the mindset that Baloney and Favreau are infallible. And it's like, this is a bit of humble pie to just like realize it's not everything works and you can't keep doing the same formula over and over and over again. You know, it works for some stuff and I'm here for it because we loved it. We've had roundtables about it. We were able to chew on things, you know, Mm -hmm. but this didn't happen now. And it's like, in the end, like what I'm said, I mean, I didn't really care a lot about what happened this episode. Were there fantastic parts of it? Yeah. We got to see things I never thought I would get to see, Mm -hmm. but I never felt an emotional punch. I never with the exception of maybe like, you know, uh, episodes five and six, the only times I ever really got kind of emotional in the show, which is not fair because it wasn't even about the person I was watching it for. So 
yeah, there's a problem here. There is a there is a legitimate problem here in that. In the end, this is a clear like. I, I can just say that I think they should have respected the character a little more of Boba Fett because it deserved better. A lot of the people involved in this deserved better, you know, mm-hmm. and we saw people die that I wish wouldn't have died. And and I don't even know why they were even brought in. They fridged a whole village of people, you know, and I'm like, what was all this for? You know, it's like, yeah, it was supposed to be character growth and everything. And, and, and everything was there. Everything that was supposed to happen was spelled out. But the way it was carried out was just done in such a way that I'm like, I was done with it. And I'm like, this sucks. I don't care as much as I wanted to about this show. Mm. And I was really looking forward to seeing Tim really get like this. He's done his time. He's been at this how long? And, you know, Mm -hmm. we saw him in the prequels and like, this should have been such a shiny moment for like, I would love to have seen him get everything. But now it's like, we kind of have to wait to see him do, play Rex and I'm hoping that that it comes mm. together there at some point because yeah. he want, he says he's open to doing it right so I would love to see him get the love that maybe he didn't necessarily get from everybody on this show that when he does play Rex eventually he's going to get all that love that he deserves because mm. yep. I don't I while I may have my problems with the show and I may have problems with the way it was put together I don't want him getting treated the way that say um, uh, Ahmed Best was treated after the you know Jar Jar. It's not as bad, obviously, but it's like you don't want that to happen to him, right? And he deserves that time. He deserves to be in, you know, in the lime nut as well, too, and have people love the whole thing. And I I hope that in in time he gets to come around and he gets to play those different clones and he's going to get that respect that he deserves and and more kudos and everything. But I mean, he, like I said, he wasn't the problem and it was great to see him and I love seeing Benic Shan, but they just, I didn't think they got enough to do. Unfortunately, it just, just not enough there. I hope that when we see them in the upcoming episodes of all the other stuff, because they're going to be back, obviously that they get a little more to do, you know? And and then that's it. I mean, I just like I said I don't hate it. I'm, I it didn't ruin my life or anything, but I was just underwhelmed. And yep. you know, uh, yeah. And it's done. And now we're looking forward to the future. And Obi Wan is, is you know on the horizon now, which is awesome. I'm so glad that we have that to look forward to. But it just sucks. It just sucks to be not super excited about a Star Wars property because we love this so much and we want to be here. We wanted like take it apart and talk about it and take the deep dives and be there for it because that's, we love doing that, but there wasn't enough here for us to do that week after week. You know, not that it's all about us, but it's just that that's our bread and butter. We love that. We Mm -hmm. love chewing on those meaty parts, right? Come on out of gutter, Brian. Anyway, (laughs) but but that's it. That's it. It just, for selfishly for my reasons are the reasons why I wanted there to be more to it, but I, I again, and I've said this many, many times before. This will be someone's first Star Wars, and if this is their launching point, and this is what gets them to love everything, hey, I am here for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope. I think that Mark. I mean, you just said you just almost said all of it. Like that was all <laughs> very on the nose, and I agree with every single thing you just said. And while you were talking, I was like, I just feel like the whole like. I've I've learned to like this show for what it is and have fun with it because I because I want to, but I think that it it the whole show as a whole I would like if I was to like use an analogy to describe this show, 
I would say you're at the mall and you're walking by the pretzel store and they have a really yummy cinnamon pretzel bite waiting at the front. There's some of the front. They're like, oh, do you want to try a sample? And you're like, oh my God, that looks so yummy. And then you have a bite. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, that's so yummy. And then they're like, okay, we'll go buy one. And then you go in the store and you're so excited by the cinnamon pretzel and they're sold out. So you had a taste of like something that was really good, <laughs> but you don't get to have the whole thing. And there's expectations set because they were selling the thing that they were sampling, but they don't have it. You know what I mean? Like that is what it feels like to me. That yeah. I just that was came into my mind as you were talking. Mark. I mean, not, Mark, I mean, like I'm not just thinking about pretzels the whole time you're talking, but I'm just saying that is, that was an analogy. We were at, we were asking for these at Auntie Annie's uh, pretzels. Yes, so. excuse me. <laughs> yes. You know what, Chase? Though I agree. For me. I felt like this was the nacho cheese. It's the part that everyone thinks they want. And so you think, oh, all I want the pretzel for is the nacho cheese, the fake cheese. Mm. Give me the dip. And then you realize that with nothing underneath it, it's just really not that great. And so, like, I think in reading everyone's comments here in the steam room and everything you just said, Mark, and even trying to channel Chase's excitement for this show, like, I feel that this show is straight up pew, pew, pews. And we know I am not at Star Wars for the pew, pew, pews. And that's okay. So maybe now that it's done, I can just enjoy it for the pew, pew, pews. Because it's still Star Wars. There's still Rancors. There's still Pelimato. There's some great stuff. But I can live for the moment when, like, little baby Grogu, which I was audibly ugly crying when he, like, force jumped into his daddy's arms. (laughs) That was too much. My heart. You're going to be mad at me I, for my take on that part, by the way. Okay. Well, when I'm about to tell you the story that I'm about to say, you're not going to, you're going to be a real a-hole. Oh, here we go. So I will probably talk about this with Tom yeah. on when we record our episode. I woke up my son, Michael, who's our youngest, as everyone probably knows, because I was yelling and screaming so much when I saw Cad Bane again, right? Woke him up again. Whatever. It's fine. And that little child has my little heart like there is no tomorrow. When he came here, so we had met him once or twice. He was the only one that came to us that we had met before. And he had one overnight, and it went so well that they escalated his move-in. It was supposed to take months, but they didn't do that, right? And he was four and had a really horrible life before he got here. Like, horrible. It's awful. And here's this little four-year-old who they pulled up in the car and the door opened. And I am telling you, this little child flew like 10 feet out of that car and into Tom's arms. And was like, I get to live here forever. Yeah. Yeah. And it is this memory that is clearly so ingrained in my mind because it was everything. And at that moment I was like, I get really upset at the people who treated my children like trash because why should a four-year-old ever have to understand I get to live here forever because they never even had that concept. And so when I saw little Grogu who thought what he wanted to do was leave because that poor little child was probably so used to being, which we talked about during Mandalorian was so used to being carted from one place to the next, to the next, to the next. It was same old hat for him. He, he knew he knows how to deal with that stuff. Yeah. But he had a taste of having a real dad. Yeah. And going somewhere else wasn't the same for him anymore. And he knew where his place was. And that's to be a Mandalorian. And that's second to being Din's son. And I like was just a mess. Because I'm telling you, I think 
that Grogu and Din relationship is so spot on for a found family and for a father raising foster children. I think it is so spot on. It's so good. I'm probably projecting way too much into it, but like, I can't help it. And I was just like, and here's my little Michael who did yeah. that sitting with me watching Star Wars. And I was just like, I was over it. I was like, Ugh. okay, well, Brian, I, see, mm. I, but you highlighted the problem no. I'm having with it because by, okay. I, I, that's just it. It's such a special moment, right? It's forever ingrained in your memory. But I wish I wanted to see this reunion, but not in the middle of all this busy mm. mess. And that's my problem with it because it's just, it's, it just happened and then they moved on. Especially after such a huge emotional moment and the, 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 the end of the last season of The Mandalorian for the reunion to kind of just happen in all this chaotic mess, which is going to happen in this universe that they live in right i guess mm. but it just i wanted there to be a little that to be their moment you know because clearly they miss each other yep it's a huge deal that's a huge deal and i wanted that moment to be more special i wanted it to be their moment and they didn't get to really do that. I'm so glad that Pelly was the one who brought it to him though, because if anybody was going to, that would have been cool. But I just wish it would have been in such a way where like, you know, he takes his helmet off again because he can be with him and show him who he revealed himself <laughs> to be the last time, you know? And I, I needed more of that. And so I'm sure it'll happen. We'll get that moment later again, yeah. because that just it. It's, it's a very intimate moment between two beings that who, whose destinies are now forever entwined. It's just, it is what it is and we're here for it. I love it. It's beautiful, but I, I just wish it just wouldn't have happened then. It just makes me so yeah. mad. At, yeah. Cause it was just, there was just too much going on, but they're but, only entwined for a short time now. I mean, Luke, remember Luke? Yeah. <laughs> just for a little bit. Then he's going to be dead. Then you're going to be older. <laughs> That's fine though. You know, I, I, because She's always going to carry him with him. I've yeah, seen no, a little cartoon. I, oh, We've seen I the cartoon agree. where he says, like he, where he carries him with him long after he's not yep. around and he's talking about him. You know, yep. this, this, that, this is his formative years. No matter even if he's fifty years old, but the, these are the formative years that are going to carry him into adulthood long after this, and he will never ever forget him. And well, it's true. That's that. that's part of why I was so mad that Luke said that. Luke, of anyone, should understand yeah. what it was like to yeah. not have a father around because Uncle Uncle Owen was not a father to him, and he never had those memories. And like, yeah. why would he want to actively take that away from someone else? Mm-mm, doesn't work. What yeah. were you gonna say, Chase? Let's bring it back to positivity. Well, <laughs> but it's not being it's not being it. I just I just like I said, <laughs> no. it just for me, yep. it's such a special relationship, and like just how you got to take in that moment. I wanted to see the same for these two characters. And that's all. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I do agree with that. I felt this, I felt similarly about Ahsoka and Luke's conversation that they had. I didn't cry once. I expected to sob the first time they met. Right. Um, yeah. And I know that's not the first time they met, but it was the first time we saw them together on screen. And I expected that to have a little bit more of a significance. Um, but I think that. Like we're getting stories out of order, and I think that while this is like Grogu and Din reunion reuniting, like inarguably that happened this episode, right? But I think that a lot of this will make a lot more sense in a bigger picture. I like have to have faith in like the bigger picture of it, which is hard to have sometimes. But like, and I'm not just like 
like I saw, I'm trying not to, I don't want to like just give like an empty like have faith pitch because it is really frustrating to see. I was so mad. I didn't like episode six because I didn't like th- any of the conversations that Ahsoka had with anyone, whether it was with Din or with Luke. But um, I think that it's interesting. I think Mandalorian season one took a lot of time to set itself up and gave every single moment all the time in the world. Season two sped up a little bit. It sped up a little bit. It still took its time, but it was a little bit faster. And Book of Boba Fett, arguably Mandalorian season three, you know, just sort of the same, you know, a continuation of that story sped up a lot more. And I think that we're just sort of like used to live action Star Wars Disney Plus shows being like these really sacred, spiritual, quiet, intimate things in Mandalorian mm-hmm. one and two. But I think what we're seeing is that they're they're giving us less of that, which you know, everyone can have their own opinion about, but I think that it might be nice. I don't know. It's, 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 I think it's an interesting way to think about it in terms of where we're going with Star Wars stories. Um, I think we're going to go, we're going to move things maybe a little bit faster, but I do trust that they'll always go back to give us the moments that really count. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's going to be really interesting to see Kenobi because John Favreau and Dave Filoni have nothing to do with it that we know of right now. Like, so that's going to be really interesting to see. <laughs> What do you got to say? And what do you got to say? No, I'm just, Oh, I'm just like, yeah. Like you said, it's interesting because these have been, these, these figures have been so mm. important to the stories that we've gotten so far. So to like, just kind of cut the, cut the leash entirely is a bold move. Bold move. (laughs) Definitely bold, which I'm here for. Like George Lucas was bold. If he was anything, he made bold moves. And I like that. And I miss that. But what will be interesting is possibly with Kenobi, we'll get more of Lucas films, like total grand design idea, because we don't know what that is. Cause all we have is, is it's a, one it's, little... yeah, it's a legacy character. It is. A, it's yep. just one of those. Yeah. I, I'm going to add one more thing here. When we were talking about, I, I think that the, the things that were missing because we got the setup early on, we obviously Django still and remains an important part of Boba's life. Right. And so it would have been great to see that the moment that Grogu saves Din from the Rancor and all that and everything, that it would have been Boba who would have been there and maybe helped or just appreciate and see that seeing a son save his father like the way he couldn't save his own father would have hit a little bit harder because then it's just like, give me all the feels, man. It's like, this is a character who's... The, the trauma of losing his father is still a huge part of him. Yes, you which know? is why they did all those flashbacks. And then it's like, no, why, did, why didn't you deliver on that? It's it's no. all right there. It's all right there. Yeah, exactly. And because they didn't deliver on it, why did they put the flashbacks in there? Yeah. Like, I think this show important. asked. Yeah, it's. Oh, I mean, yeah. I agree. But this show asked us to do a lot of heavy lifting. It asked us to do all the emotional lifting because I do think this show offered a lot of opportunity. There's a lot that was there. Like, I yeah. feel like they gave us some bones that had meat on it at one point in time, but they were already eaten. Like we didn't get to eat it with, it was the rancor pit with all the like bones that had been picked <laughs> off and then nothing left, right. nothing left girl. <laughs> I don't know. Um, like what, what next? What next? Where are we at? Where are we at with this whole thing? Because honestly, I feel, at least as far as a show is concerned, I think collectively we've never been this disappointed as a show. Like, just to group us all into one thing. 
not as upset as I am, obviously, but like, like where, because I, we've seen some Star Wars Twitter specifically get really ugly about all this stuff. We don't want to be any of those things. It's okay to be disappointed in the Star War. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get used to it. We've talked about that before. Now that there's a lot more Star Wars coming out, like we're going to have to get used to the idea that it might not all be for us. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, as much as I didn't like this show, I do feel really bad for people that really love Boba Fett that were disappointed. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because I was never so. invested enough to be yeah. like super heartbroken. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I do feel, and if they loved it, I'm really happy for them that they loved it. Yeah. But like, Mark, what about you? Where where do you see yourself going? Because I know you've been disappointed with Star Wars for a hot minute. Between, yeah. between a lack of queer representation, between a lot of, of this stuff, you know? And this is like kind of another hit. It's yeah. a lack of queer representation again and a bad story on top of it. Um, Which makes me, you. I mean, I know yeah. we're going to get into all this later, but I'm so glad that didn't make Garza Whip a queer character because I would have been livid. As it is, I'm already yeah. upset, right? But it just would have hurt even more, you know? It's like you already fridged too many female characters as it is, and here we are again. You know, that's just, it's unnecessary. And, and with Fennec, you know, too. Yeah. I, I mean, it, and, 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 and like you said, the disturbing parts of what happened to Fennec early on, but thankfully we got her back, right? And she's able to continue, even though, you know, there was, I wish there was more to what we're seeing her do, but she is still badass, right? And so we've got to see her shine here and there, right? So there's yeah. that. But I, I, I'm hoping that when all is said and done, that when, my hope is on Kenobi at this point, because like you said, I think that because of it's, it's more of a, an LFL legacy character that we're going to see that kind of rich tapestry come back where it's just, he comes with such a big backstory. We know where his story ends. Right. And so they're going to have to give us a very specific story. That's going to fill in whatever gap that they're trying to fill in. And they've got to do it the right way, but I think that they're going to take extra special care with this character because it is it's Obi Wan, you know. Yep. Um, so that's my big hope. I, I'm hoping I don't get you know like walk away like what was that again? Because you know it's not all about me. I know that. I mean, I know it's not all about uh, people that have you know been around for a longer time watching yeah. these stories and everything. But I really feel that it should be a story that like everybody gets to love and you can make kids programs and everything. And that's fine. If you're going to make it geared more toward kids, by all means, that's cool. Just don't talk down to them and don't try to make it nope. just too, too silly. I mean, well, I, I, I never did that. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not hoping that it never really gets to that point. Right. Cause mm-hmm. there are shows that, you know, like we did Clone Wars rebels i mean there's a beautiful show resistance they all they've all had things that people absolutely loved and i want to continue seeing that i don't want to see things get to a point where they're trying to make it like all look like the way book of boba fett was because people are not going to be happy you know um it's one thing to like i didn't like this episode out of like say 10 like one out of 10 right but it's another thing when a whole series is like, oh, that wasn't all that great. And it divides a lot of people up, you know, and you can only take so many hits like that money. There is money to be made. They have all have jobs to do and they're there to do it and everything. But 
at some point, it's like you're going to disappoint people so much that they're not going to want to return, you know, no matter what you put out there. So I agree. I'm scared. I'm a little scared. But like I said, I think I think we have something special on the horizon and I think it's going to bring everything back to where everybody is a little more happy. We can all agree with the fact that this is the Star Wars we all appreciate. I but I hope that it doesn't keep relying on the OG characters for that because we can only do that so much too, right? After Kenobi yeah. and after Andor and all these other things, like eventually let's move on, you know? But look, um, we know, we know yeah. that they're capable of it because look at what's happening yeah. with the High Republic. Like those characters yep. resonate mm. with so many people. Yeah. And, you know, like there's so many people that love what is being done with that era, you know? So clearly... Yep the resources are there to create new stories with new characters that, you know, are robust and entertaining. But look, look at how many feels we're getting from Grogu and Din. And it is not just because he's a baby Yoda anymore. That might've been the initial hook. That might've been the initial hook. Like that, that first moment of seeing him, but that's not anymore. They're brand new characters that are not tied to anything. For most fans, they don't know Mandalorian lore. They're learning good. as the yeah. show goes on. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. but they can do it. But I want to bring up something here that Castillo says. Castillo, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm sorry. We're just passionate fans because this stuff is so cool. Like, I don't want to be, at least us specifically, because there are some jerk fans out there. Like, I don't want to be, and I don't want this this downer of, of my vibes for the show to be, like, I have unrealistic unrealistic expectations of star Wars because like I am a massive star Wars fan. I'm not the fan who can't be pleased all the time. Yep. But unfortunately star Wars is so damn good. What other movies do we know that are 40 plus years old that are still like injected in every fiber (laughs) of popular culture? It's not just me who loves it like this. They are like, yeah, it is a lot it, of people. Yeah. It is an intrinsic part of pop culture now. It is an intrinsic part of filmmaking. And so much film came out of Star Wars. And we yeah. don't talk about that stuff all the time. But, like, there's so much that we have. So, yes, I do personally. I hold Star Wars to a really high standard for myself because I know it can deliver. And mm. I'm not mad at this. I'm not going to be someone who's like, I hate Star Wars and F this. Blah. Okay. That's not me. No. But I'm really disappointed because it could have been so much better. Like, they had it all there, Chase and I. We've all been talking about Like, it had all of the elements to be great. And it just was too afraid to really go there. Which is why I keep making the joke that it's a very straight show. Like, you can't touch its emotions. Like, nope, nope, nope. I got to bottle it up. Bottle it. Which is catty and shady. But, like, that's kind of how I feel like it's it's afraid to cross that line and maybe they didn't know what to do but like like uh james was here earlier chase i think you're alluding to this like disney started to reshape the idea of what boba fett was and he was this legend and we were about to discover the legend he was never a legend before the fans turned him into one George Lucas paid respect by putting him in, you know, making Django his father. He made him a clone. He like he put Boba Fett in the bigger scheme of Star Wars, but not Boba Fett in the bigger scheme of Star Wars. Like, but they didn't tap into any of that. They almost did. And that's what's disappointing is because Star Wars can deliver like it's and it consistently delivers, you know, like honestly, look at Clone Wars. 
that was a, what 140 plus episodes or is every episode a hit out of the park no, no. yeah was yeah. was bad batch a total hit out of the park for me no but it gave me hunter it gave me omega it gave me some really great things and i know that show is going to continue on we don't know if boba fett's going to continue on i don't know that character might you know honestly um it was disappointing that's it that was it for me was i just don't think it lived up to the what it has had the potential to do and that's what's disappointing <clears throat> for me but i really don't want this i don't want this downer of a moment to like come across like we're no. star fans that can't be pleased because i really don't think that's what we are and i yeah. think after 170 episodes of a podcast like i would like to think that we've shown that we're not those people you yeah know? yeah it's just uh, this this is what this is what we are given the talk about right now we have to talk about it and we have to be truthful about it we're speaking our truth and trying not to be just total downers about it you know yep. again we love the love this thing we're passionate about it we're talking about it and we see the good in it. We take those yep. things and I mean, look at, I mean, here's the, look, Brian, you made an awesome video about the finale, right? <laughs> it, it, it continues to inspire, even if it isn't this yes. knock it out of the ballpark thing, right? It, it, it makes you think about certain elements of it and you take that with you, you know, and for a long time, even though people had problems with the prequels, there were so many things from it that people took from it that they loved and it kept going forward. And it's just the same now. It's going to continue the same way until if, if for some reason it gets to a point where nobody likes it, then it, that's a problem. But that's not the yep. case here. This is uh-huh. just take what you what you love from it and make something new out of it. And, and, and you yep. take that love with you because that's that's the best we can do. And yep. as the official ambassador <laughs> on Pink Milk After Dark. From AO3. Not really. It's not really official. It's not official. But, you know, she's just waiting on her blue, her blue check mark. But, like, you know, speaking of taking things with us and taking the things that we love, like, this is gonna, like, there's so many opportunities now for people to create, do fan creations and to do transformative works, you know, based, like, write your own book of Boba Fett. You know, you didn't like how the show went. Fine, you affix it. Yep. You know, write write seven chapters and have each one, you know, echo the, the events of the show, but have it be better. Have there be character development, you know? Yep. Write about Black Chrysanthemum's man area. Mm-hmm. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> oh, I've I already found I found two Black Chrysanthemum works of art <laughs> and <laughs> you send them over you've been holding out so. and one that pairs up fennec with garza which oh hot wow, as love. it should have been that. damn it oh well <laughs> can i just say a couple of things really quick before we move on from this whole thing, of because course. first of all, I think that, um, I think that people are asking the the steam room is asking the important questions as to why you know Cobb Vanth wasn't shirtless in the back to tank. I think that is probably the biggest question we should be leaving ourselves, you know, to ask. Truly, yeah. represent um, steam queens, represent. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I have to say, listen, I have come 
a not a long way. I've come a short way with the show, and I and I I used to I used to just like real. I, there came a point with the show where I was like, okay, it's just like not going to give me what I want, so I'm just going to vibe and take it as a scene study. And some scenes I'm going to love, and some scenes I'm not going to, you know, and some characters I'm going to love, and assume that one day we'll get some development there. And if we don't, I'll write it myself. Like M said, like that's such a beautiful point to bring up, um, because I think the show did bring us a lot of characters. Um, but I think yeah, I just I think this whole I'm glad to be here with you three and to be with everyone in the steam room, because I think what star Wars fans could use more of personally is being able to be critical of star Wars because we love it. You know, not despite the fact that we love it. And I think that we see so often, especially in Mm. spaces like Twitter, it's like you either have to like love star Wars and it's all perfect. Or you like hate it. And you're like, you know, a pew pew, like a, like a laser eyes, in my opinion, scary person on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> so you have to be one or the other. And and I would I love that in pink at Pink Milk, we're able to like be somewhere in the middle sometimes and process our feelings, especially when it comes to a show that we really were told was going to be a really deep excavation of someone's character, this iconic character for whatever reason, whether his costume was cool or because they force fed us this narrative that he's an iconic character. Um you know, yep. we were told we were going to get in there and and we objectively didn't, you know, or we did, but we only went to like one layer of the Earth's crust when like we got to get to the core. And I just think that's like, and it's important that we're able to be able to like talk about that. Um, kind of like back to that pretzel analogy. Hate to bring pretzels mm-hmm. back to this, but I haven't had dinner yet. And uh, <laughs> you know, we want we want our pretzels, and they're sold out. Um, and also, like I think there's also like a certain context in 2022 where it's like, why are we having these two incredible actors, two incredible BIPOC actors, like mm-hmm. running this show, who are billed as like co-leads? They're not co-leads. They were never they were never co-leads. Like Fennec was completely pushed to the side um and then on top of that neither of them got any development and yet you know there's pedro pascal but he's masked the whole time you know what i mean like was it even him i mean that's the thing we didn't get enough mask for mask on this show (laughs) down but but there's but there's real world implications too where it's and it's also sorry but it's just boring to have like only the white people be developed as characters so it's just like it's just like like let's like let's just continue like building this or don't but don't pretend that it's going to keep building on this like whole thing and keep pushing boundaries when it's clearly not you know what i mean yeah. So, and I think that's just also another important thing to highlight and we're, we're allowed to highlight it. And again, we love the show. We love Star Wars. We love these characters and we want more from them. And I think that with this show in, in particular, like Bad Batch, like it wasn't my cup of tea, but it, but it was exactly what it was billed as. Book of Boba Fett was billed as something completely different. And I think that that's why there's a lot of hot emotions on it. But that being said, you know, ultimately I like this show, you know, it's like, it's yep. just kind of chaotic, but it's like, there's really fun moments. I got Garza Fuib, rest in peace. And I got the mod squad. You know what I mean? I, I so great. Love that. And I got All Black Hail the And you got period. Yep, you did. <laughs> so, okay. I want to, I got um, Kelly's tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it flew right out of the screen um, into Mark's hands. <laughs> so I am going to take Chase's beautiful words and in typical pink milk fashion, I'm going to make it really trashy and mm. very on brand for mm. After Dark. So Sleeping Kitten here says, why is Wookiee sex so popular? Well, I'll tell you why. And this is where this show really underestimated us as Star Wars fans. Black Kersantan thought I could only handle the tip. But what 
Santi didn't realize <laughs> is I'm talented. And a bottomless pit. <laughs> Just <laughs> fill my bottomless pit with all you've got. Like Boba Fett <laughs> show thought Boba Fett's 40 years of legacy was too much. So they served us just the tip. No. Yeah. I wanted that whole thing raw dogged, barebacked, 40 years. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me good. That is yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. With some spins, limp-wristed yeah. knee lifts. Like, give it yeah. all to me. It was all right. Hang on, real Seriously, quick. Seriously, the quick. closest, the closest we got was just to be at the entrance of the Sarlacc pit and see a little bit inside exactly. about it. The beak barely happen. popped out. The beak barely <laughs> popped out. And we need we need a quick cleanser, real quick. I'm sorry, just real quick. Hit it, Max. What are you looking at? Okay. We needed to lighten the mood. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Oh, All right, cool. Um, <laughs> pretend I can do a death drop, everyone. Just pretend I'm doing death, death drops over here. Can't do them, but honestly, like I don't even. I don't even know what it is about black chrysanthemum. Because here's the thing, okay. I have never been sexually attracted to Chewbacca in my entire life. See? No, because he's like, he's just like, yeah, he's too wholesome to be, honestly. Mm -hmm. But uh, no shame, girl. If that's your thing, girl, go for it. But yeah. I need Black Chrysanthemum to murder my lady garden like yesterday. Yeah. No, I need him. I need those hands somewhere. Why? Hold on. No, 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 no. Why did you just give me that look with what I said? And did you just follow it with Ryan, murder my Do you want us to get back? We'll roll the clip. Because here's the thing. Because here, M can give us that that filth with eloquence. That's right. Yeah. And also, anyone if you... so mean. Right. I, I was talking to Dash, and I was... I was like, I was like, Black Chrysanthemum will blur the line between fucking and murdering you. In the best possible way. And that's yeah. what you want. Yeah. Like you Sometimes. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes oh. all the younger people who are not married, make sure you look for that quality in your special someone someday because 14 years later, you still need to have that. Yeah, sometimes you need your shit rocked. Sometimes yeah, you need exactly. a giant hand well, around your neck. Like it's <laughs> again, just... unless you're into it. And you, you know, are on my team. Make sure your shit is not rocked and make sure that's taken care of ahead of time. Just <laughs> Brian. Just... <laughs> take, take a magnesium citrate and, and no, also, no, no dairy for yes. 24 yeah. hours. Also, <laughs> and no bleach. When we go yes. back to our, our very predictions bleach. Yes. So we haven't talked about this yet. And thank <laughs> you to my thank wonderful friend, Nick. Rebel Fleet. No, just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> How have we not made that joke before? <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> oh my God, Brian. <laughs> I, I think I broke Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
I think we're gonna. I think Brian's gonna have to do a Photoshop. He's gonna have to do a Photoshop <laughs> of a certain personal care product with the Rebel Alliance symbol on it. I think we need merch at this point. Oh, that was so funny. With that. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that makes me happy to see you laugh so much. <laughs> um, our dear friend, our wonderful, our wonderful friend Nick, brought up a very good thing today, and we have not talked about it yet. Um, but not only did I not like the show, I did not like the finale. I had not one, one in particular, a two beautiful, beautiful men introduced in this series. And yes, I love you, Lady Garza. We miss you and respect you. But where's the love for my boys? It's true. Oh, that's right. I was they devastated were, they when they got murdered. pushed off that cliff. No I also mention. was like, how did they get pushed off that cliff? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they were not strategic in okay, their location. M, I gotta no. say, if you also, like, if you rewind, like, the moment before, they were very far away from the edge of that cliff, so why did they keep just backing up for, like, a hundred yards? It's the same thing with Black Chrysanthemum, where I was like, there's no way you would have been overtaken by, like, three Trandoshans. There's right. no way the pigs would have backed up as far as they backed up, but it's okay. I'm not That's, that's what else. works. Poor Thelma no, Louise. That's true. <laughs> Black, I'm not sure. I think Black Chrysanthemum might be one of those disappointing people who you think's going to give it to you, and then they just lay there like a wet noodle because they kind of just laid there. Brian, and no, he rips How, arms no. off. It's I not going to be. It. No, he's not. Yeah, okay, you're right. This okay, is you're unacceptable, right. Brian. I'm sorry. Yeah, I stand with them. No. Okay, you know you're right. You're right. But um, yeah, yeah. But I'm sorry for your loss. The Gamorreans. That was sad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Look at, you look so sad. Aww. Well, maybe next. Look time, at that one you know, on the left. Boba the one on the left. Was so I know that was armor favorite, or like I do know. better. Well, see, look at it. That that to me, aside from you know the the scene with Mando and the marshal asking the drink and everything, the fact that mm. those guards were kind of left there and just didn't even get like full armor and were shirtless the whole time is about the gays that got up in that palace. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. That's good. I'm glad they were there. But and you know what? Kill them all? You know what? <laughs> One of the things that I really loved, and I believe it was the second episode, our beautiful Lady Garza over there offered mm. to give him a bath, and Bob was like, "No, yeah, I like that smell, and I can relate. I'm here for that." Like he likes his pigs dirty. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it in the little thing, and you can shove it in my mouth. Like, like I have to be forced to smell it the whole time. Like, I'm good for that. Mm. Thank God Tom's asleep because he's probably like rolling his eyes, and he's oh probably having God, night terrors right now. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, Nightmare on Elm Street three. It's like you know the real world and the dream world are starting to collide in some weird way. <laughs> Since <laughs> the piggies went to market when they should have stayed home. <laughs> Rick's sweet chorizo. Then, exactly. <laughs> oh my 
if I think I'm delirious, I can never have whiskey on this thing again. Oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> I love it. I love so, it. So, uh, where do we go from here? Are we looking forward to um, Obi Wan? What's what's going on? Do we have anything <laughs> else to say with Boba Fett? I'm really trying to leave Boba Fett where he was. I think this. I think this is a heart. First of all, I just want to say that like I'm thankful for everyone watching, and I'm thankful again to you three. I think this is a hard show to talk oh. about. I think this is one of the hardest Star Wars shows to really talk about because we. Uh, I'm repeating myself, but we, we want to love it, and there is a lot there to love. But yep. it, it's just like it's just a hard one to talk about. So I'm happy to be here talking about it with you. Um, but Kenobi, I'm excited. I will say my adjusted my expectations are heavily adjusted after Book of Boba Fett, which is probably a great thing in the long run. I think that we could all use a little bit of that because I think maybe we were just really spoiled with Mando one and Mando two. Um, but yes, I also, yeah, I also was participating in The Devil's Lettuce the other night and I was thinking and I was like, I was literally just sitting around and I was like, why are Star Wars fans so batshit crazy? And I say that as a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I'm like, why do I care so much? Why does everyone care so much? You know what I mean? Marvel fans don't go as hard as Star Wars fans when they're either getting what they want or they're getting, like, either way, if they're super happy or they're super mad, they don't get, they're not as intense. And I think it's because Star Wars offers us characters that are some of the, the most fully fleshed out, nuanced, easily projected upon characters than any other franchise. Yes. No other franchise is able to turn out characters the way that Star Wars does. And so each one of us has a certain list of characters that we see ourselves in, in really intimate ways and in ways that have stuck with us through our whole lives. Yeah. Um, so I think that that is something like really beautiful to highlight about Star Wars. And I think that like as hard as it is sometimes when we get what we don't want, um, you know, the highs and lows or whatever, I think it's just, it's a cool thing to cheers about Star Wars. And regardless of how well or not well someone thinks they were developed in this show, the characters are still lit as hell. And we love that. You know, I'm with you. Star Wars, we've mentioned this several times. <clears throat> I think Star Wars invites you to play with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than any other show. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. But like, yeah. it invites you to interact. This this show may have asked us to act with it like too much. It like was like just kind of laid there. It's like, look, don't I look good? And then just kind of laid there, and you're like, um, you're hot and all, but like, do some work because I'm hot too. Thank you. I think like, this show. I just have to say, I think this show, as the positive person on this show, most yeah. positive person, on this show, I will say, I think that this this show didn't just like lay there and ask us to play with mm -hmm. it. I think this show said this is how we're going to play and we're going to play in a mm. very simple action figure way which we haven't really gotten in star wars in a long time like we're used to getting a lot more depth and this show had levels of depth maybe they weren't going to go it didn't go as mm. deep as we wanted it to but i think this show just asked us like hey go play in the sandbox and not ever that's not start that's not you know everyone's bread and butter which is fine and i yep. think that like once I realized halfway through this series that they just wanted us to play in the sandbox and be like, like just like throwing our toys around, then I was like, okay, I can do that. It's not my favorite way to play with these nope. toys, but I can do that. You know what? Actually, yeah, you're. Oh God, I think I'm starting to, I, I need to watch this show again because things are starting to click better. So thank you, Chase. Thank you, Steam Queens. Like we brought uh, Scotty wanted to, Asked the question about Grogu, so we could circle back to that for this last little part of the talk. Is he being overused? And my answer to that is no, personally, because they were my favorite parts of the show. But that being said, 
<clears throat> I wasn't liking what I was getting, so I was happy to get an escape. If I was really liking what I was getting, I'd probably be like, why are they here? You know, I think I think I might disagree with you a little bit, Mark, in the thing of it took away. I feel like maybe it made it feel more special because look how that was the piece that we're all really clinging to. So because it was surrounded yes. by all of this other stuff, it was surrounded by this pew, pew, pews, like a little bit of heart right there was really, really great. So I don't know, like maybe, maybe it worked really, really well. And it felt very Star Wars in faster, more intense. Like Star Wars doesn't sit on those things long. It gives you just enough. And that's where I think Star Wars is powerful because if it gives you too much, I'm not going to be able to see Michael jumping out of that car 10 feet away because I'm going to be so invested in their story that I can't yeah. put myself into it. And I think that's why Star Wars Legacy is so strong because it gives you just enough to lead you down to the door and then you walk through the door and decorate what, what room is inside of it. And mm. a lot of shows don't do that. Or yeah. they don't walk you far enough down the hallway. They almost get you there. That's what the show this show did for me. It was almost got me there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it didn't get me all the way there. But what I'm thinking is if we start to get more of these things where other stories come in and interact like this if this is part of what maybe star wars is going to do which is why it's interesting to see what will happen with obi-wan is something like this going to happen there too we're going to get some andor in in obi-wan well no i guess we're not because andor's dead yeah this yeah. um well, but yeah. <clears throat> no andor's not dead yes 10 years well, after, we're going back and 10 years after seth so he's still around He's still oh, around. So yeah, maybe we'll right. get some in that maybe timeline. We'll get some, yes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. maybe we'll get some andor types yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, if not, these shows well done yet. Yeah. <laughs> if these shows like the like I think Chase and I brought it up, or was it on after I can't remember if we're like, are all these shows gonna weave in and out of one another? And to mm-hmm. your point earlier, Chase, of is this one big story that they're being split up in with these different names on it? Mm-hmm. If it feels like that maybe this is just going to be like a Clone Wars arc where it was just like a lot of fun because yes. we got some heavy, heavy stuff. We're like, oh my God, I need a break. Give mm-hmm. me some pew, pew, pews because Ahsoka was just kicked out of the Jedi Order and I need a minute. Mm-hmm. And if this show is my minute, I think I could be totally here for it. Yes, that's what I. That's genuinely what I think it is. And I, this is a tinfoil hat theory as Star Wars Explained okay. calls it. And I love that <laughs> saying because it's total conspiracy. Mm-hmm. But I do personally believe that john and dave and other people that might not be credited have a very long overarching epic story slash saga that is being pigeonholed into certain slots for disney plus Mm -hmm. to keep their investors happy to keep people Mm -hmm. subscribed to give us a certain number of shows per year to compete to compete with other not only other streaming services but other properties like Mm -hmm. marvel who are turning out shows left and right so i think that they were kind of forced to put their story into chapters into books that they didn't they would rather they that's just my theory you know what i'm saying that's what i think it is and maybe that is and honestly that's like i can understand from a marketing perspective of needing to do something like that because Mm -hmm. it gets the conversation going differently i can understand so if that happens because I think, didn't we mention that? I was like, maybe they're just kind of reinventing how we watch t- a TV show. Maybe right. Yes, we are reinventing yeah. some of that. So, like, if that's what this is, and once the larger picture is there, you know what? I might need a pew, pew, pew moment. I might flip, put some of these on. Because if I watch Luke Skywalker show up at the end of Chapter 16 
of the Mandalorian, I might need to watch the season finale of this just to see a Rancor climbing up a building. Yes. Like King Kong and Godzilla fighting Mecha Godzilla fight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So so that and that, that was great. That was great because when he climbed the tower, that was very, very King Kong, obviously. Yes. I mean, those are the those are the moments that you think about, like, and you're gonna remember that. You got to see yeah. a Rancor do these things, right? I mean, come on. That I, I it was awesome. I, I will fight you or anybody over that. I'm well, that was pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> and I love that. I mean, and that's what I'm saying, is it's not a you know, I, I didn't hate it. I just there were some there were cool moments. Mm-hmm. There were really cool moments. So you know what? I think I'm turning around. I really think I'm turning around. I feel turn like around. see you're going. I was like, <laughs> don't turn around. I'm thinking oh, Ace of Base. I'm <laughs> having an Ace, Ace of Base moment. So, oh, no. yes. <laughs> While all the cool kids in the '90s were jamming out to Pearl Jam and Nirvana, this baby queen right here was turning Abba it 2. out. To 0. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Still me. Nice. It's Joey. It's the whiskey, Brian. No, here I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, what do we think? Grogu too much? Not enough? Emma, do you have anything to add to that? Any more? We've kind of talked around. Yeah, it you guys show, have but. said everything. Yeah, y'all, y'all right. have said it. Well, Steam Queens, you know what? I think we're good, right? I think we're good. I really appreciate all this. Chase, I'm going to echo what you've been saying. I really am very, very thankful I get to talk Star Wars with all of you. Because those in a really bad spot. I did not like this. If it was not obvious, it was really, like, not okay. <laughs> um, But I feel like maybe I'm coming around to another side. And I'm going to let this be a breather. I'm going to let this be a breather because... Luke Skywalker just took Grogu. I've been very upset for a year. I've been concerned. I've been, but you know what? This is my breather. And let the show be a breather. It gave me yep. a rancor. There you go. Everybody else, there we go. There we go. Uh, Emma, where can people find you? Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Hutzlea, H-U-T-T-S-L-E-I-A, ship who you want. All ships are valid. Marky Mark. Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at IML Diablito. Um, yeah. And then from time to time, I'm taking it number two in Star Trek podcast. I'm on from time to time. So, y que la fuerza esté contigo. O te acompañe. Sorry. I'm fixing it now. I'm learning. <laughs> uh, you can find me on YouTube as That Gay Jedi or Twitter at underscore That Gay Jedi. I love it. Uh, you can find me and the show at Serving Pink Milk on both Twitter and TikTok. And uh, Hope here put in the chat. Make sure to visit our Twitter page or TikTok. We have a contest going for a Chase Figure Cobb Vanth. People are very excited. There was no secret word this episode. We have two more episodes. Watch the video. All the details are there. But you could win a Cobb Vanth. And right? it's the Chase yeah. Pop. It's the yeah, Chase it's, Pop. I designed it myself. Exactly. It's, it's just it's the Chase Pop. Exactly. It comes with glitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I really, should, 
you should put some pink glitter in the box. Here you go. Gay, gay up your cob. Gay up your cob. I love it. I love it. Bob, thank you so much. Welcome. Welcome. Yay, welcome. So glad, yes. so glad Bob can join us. It's so cool. Uh, I feel like, was there anyone else new tonight? I don't know if you were. Welcome. Welcome. We yeah. love to have you. Also, remember, we really love Star Wars more. Usually, I'm usually way more fun than I was tonight. So, anyways, um, thank you. Everyone, are we ready? Are we ready? It's that time. Yeah. Let's drink up. Let's drink up.